subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally, the scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's cold press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. What's up, guys? We have a fun show today. Got a lot to talk about, so let's get right to it. Something is in the air. What is it? It's your products, Jen. Just yours. Just mine. Just yours. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna Sorry talk. about that, guys. We've got to talk about the impact of products on the environment. Okay. Then we are going to talk about plane travel 
I just booked a trip and I am a little nervous and Jen is going to coach me through it and give me a beauty regimen that may just see me through. I hope so. You'll be beautiful. Don't worry. Mm. And then I learned a few tips and tricks at Blushington on Saturday night and I'm going to fill you guys in on my glam sesh. Glam sesh. Our guest is Sunny Brooke, hairstylist too. I, I really can't even name them all. Chrissy Teigen, Elizabeth Moss, Alison Williams, Rashida Jones. A lot of ladies. Yeah. She's like our West Coast intel on all that is cool. And she'll talk to us about hair. So that'll be fun. Okay. Shall we do it? Let's rock. Yes, something is in the air mm. tonight. No, just kidding. All the time. There was a new study that's been getting tons of press that came out last week in the journal Science talking about VOCs, volatile organic compounds, in the air. Okay. I feel like everybody had the discussion about air pollution and beauty products back in the 80s and 90s with the CFCs. Remember aerosol hairspray wasn't cool and you were like killing baby dolphins if you used it? Mm-hmm. So everybody got rid of the aerosols, fine. We still have fragrance in our products, blah, 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 go about our business. What do you mean they got rid of the aerosols? Yes, but they banned the CFCs, so there are other ways that you can make air propellants to make your fragranced products go you know, into the air. Okay. That are better for the environment. Okay. However, the surprising thing about this study is that they thought, you know, and I think, this is why I want to talk about it, that cars and traffic and all that stuff is what's the biggest contribution to air pollution. And they were surprised to find with a computer-controlled study that beauty products are what is causing a lot of the air pollution. Not just beauty products, but household fragrances, paints, anything that emits a VOC. So it could be the paint that coats... The studio that we're in. Absolutely. Nail polish, perfumes, I think people know about hairsprays. But the other thing is, even if it's not a spray propellant type beauty product, mm-hmm. even if it's just like a fragranced body lotion, mm-hmm. if you can smell it, obviously that means molecules are coming off of it. Maybe right? even food, maybe even artificial I, food. That's so good that you said I that. I shouldn't not, say artificial food, but like there's fragrance and like a lot of a hundred percent tasty things. In fact, one of the things that they talked about were terpenes, which are these molecules that are in like oranges and, and like pine stuff sometimes, like natural products. Yeah. Those still emit, um, you know, a molecule that can combine with the stuff that's in the air and create a VOC and cause ozone issues. This is the kind of thing that makes me just want to like toss up my hands and be like, well, what are you going to do? But I also don't like that kind of attitude either. So I, I know. I wanted to be annoyed about the whole hate thing. hate people say that. But a lot of the people in, the, in my natural beauty companies that I love have been getting all up in arms. They're like, see, this is what we were saying. This is why you should be natural. They're all a titter. They're all a titter. Yeah. <laughs> is that the way you say that saying? They're all a titter-tatter. <laughs> I don't They're know. They're all a titter. <laughs> but also natural products can do it. Even some natural fragrances emit compounds that can mm-hmm. cause mm-hmm. and lead to air pollution. So the, re- the researchers that have been quoted in a lot of the articles I've been reading were saying basically use as little of a product as you possibly can. Okay. So we don't have to, you know, stop using everything. I like, mean, you could do whatever you want. I'm sure there's some crazy people out there that are like, I'm never using anything I can smell ever again. Right. And I think that's just an unrealistic way to lead your life. It is. But I think what the point I took away was like, here I am thinking, well, you know, I don't cause car pollution or I don't do this or that. But even, I take the subway. I'm yeah. such a good girl. Like that Something kind of thing. Something as simple as like a regular body lotion. And I certainly know a couple store brands that like their body lotions be stanky. Like you are putting a lot of stanky. You know what I'm talking about? Those stores that you walk by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, maybe a natural would be better off because you're not using a chemical or synthetic fragrance, but you're still putting air pollution 
in a form into the air. So maybe, you know, minimize just your usage. Just curb your, you know, enthusiasm with the (laughs) perfumes. Yes. And the other one was, if I was thinking, if it doesn't need to be a spray product, why would it? Like, don't you feel like everything lately, they're like, oh, let's make it a spray product. Like, face mists, I know how you feel about a face mist. Yeah, yeah. If you want moisture, why not do a jar? Like, anything that's not spraying Mm -hmm. would be better. And so there's deodorants, too. People love spray deodorants still. Dry shampoo. Dry shampoo. You could do the kind that's the powder. Right, right, right. Which just rubs into your scalp instead of, like, a propelled dry shampoo. Yeah, I think the more conscious we get about these things, the better. That's really interesting. I'm going to try to be more conscious about it, but don't think I'm not going to put perfume on. Although, I have been using a roll-on perfume. I wonder. I need to look into that, though, because it's still emitting, as it evaporates, it's emitting the molecules, so. Yeah. The more um, information, the better. I wouldn't dismiss this as a as a scare tactic, email uh, not email headline. I think it's just it know, was a just consciousness surprising. raising. Yeah. My last thing I'll say is one of the reasons that you know cars are less of a part of air pollution is because we've gotten so much better about cars have like lower emission standards or higher emission yeah. standards or less emissions, whereas beauty products haven't yet been curtailed in that way. Oh, wow. I wonder if we'll see that in the next five, I, 10 years. I don't know, but I feel like the California politicians are going to be all over this. Maybe we'll see some legislation come to the floor and sit there for years and years. Who knows? Jen, I am going on a very long trip. Okay, well, I do a lot of traveling. What are we talking about for long here? I am going to Hawaii. I feel like, are you going to talk really slow in this whole segment (laughs) to give me an idea of how long the trip will be? It will be long. I'm going to get into a cab. (laughs) Okay, going to wait in security. Um, Listen, I don't mind travel once I get to the destination. Yeah. But I hate flying. I'm not afraid of flying the like, oh my God, no, we're all going to die. No, not in that way. I don't like being in the plane, feeling that claustrophobia. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to say it. I feel it's like very farty. (laughs) (laughs) The whole experience is farty. Yeah, it's like it, like you're just sitting in someone's like all of those people. Okay, just like gathered around. They've just eaten big meals <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the food court with the plastic spoons and everything, and then they come out and they bring you <laughs> carbonated drinks. <laughs> and you're buckled in. There's pressure on your belly from the buckle. <laughs> There's fresher, and then they give you these horrible meals, these like yeah, frozen yeah. dinners that are not even digestible. You're, well, and yeah. they're like the cabin pressure is blah blah blah. It is disgusting. Okay, let's talk about filtration systems, shall we? Like the air does circulate in there, but I totally know what you mean. It has a stuffy quality, and I feel like your skin gets all like gross. Oh, it gets tight. My skin feels tight. Yeah, I'm not trying to look like. You know, <laughs> the first person who came to my mind was Gina Rowland. <laughs> okay. The I'm woman from to... Steel Magnolia? <laughs> I was trying to think of an old, like, Hollywood person. <laughs> I couldn't think of, like, Marilyn Monroe. Or, okay. I'm trying to look 
like Gina Rollins when I get off the plane. That's good because nobody wants to look like that when they get off the plane. <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to look like <laughs> Margot Robbie Okay, when I step off the plane. Right. Okay. I'm just trying to not feel like, sh- like prune-faced, fat Always feel fat and bloated. Yeah. Well, you are bloated. Not you, just you, but people get bloated on planes. <laughs> yes, you are fat and bloated. Newsflash. No. Um, fat and bloated. The hair is like a greasy and, yeah. and somehow frizzy do you too. Want, do you want some of my refreshment strategies? Please. Okay, because I feel like Please, I Jen. often felt the same way on planes and I've got yeah. it down to a science yeah. now. Um, so I, I love my Dr. Bronner's lavender hand sanitizer spritz. Okay. But I use that freely just to like sort of scent the air around me. So not can just... I put it in a large thing and just decant it on everyone? I just spray the other passengers. I believe it's 3.3 <laughs> ounces still at the TSA, but you can get a lot of spritzes out, out of that. And I am not afraid of spraying it if someone else is smelling a little farty. With just some... on the way back to the bathroom. Yeah, I will leave a trail of that behind me for everybody else's benefit. And nobody's mad at lavender on a plane. I'm sorry. It's lovely. No. I spritz down my hand rests and the chair. Okay. Oh, the chair. I feel like then oh. all the fart mo- molecules just settle in there. So I spray that too. Um, you're obviously feeling dry, so that's why you feel so tight. So yeah. you got to do moisture. And God damn it, I hate this tip, but people are right. You cannot eat the salty snacks. You cannot have the alcohol. You have to drink like 85 cups of water till you're busy peeing the entire time. Oh, and then I have to you're go so, to a disgusting bathroom. You do. And other people are doing other things in there, but you're just gonna be you're just gonna be hydrating, hydrating, hydrating. And it makes such a difference. I don't look at the toilet. Do you hide from the toilet too? I don't even like eye contact with the toilet. Uh, no, because I don't want to be the person that sprinkles all over the toilet, so I make sure to aim and look at it when I'm <laughs> going. What, why is this turning into a toilet segment? Sorry. I'm not done with my my refreshment strategy. Okay, okay thank There's you. one last thing. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. It's a tip from Nicole Ritchie, and it's a good one. You have to put inside of your nostrils a little Vaseline or Lucas pawpaw ointment mm-hmm. or any sort of petroleum-based ointment. Oh, Fiona Styles does something like that yes, too, right? because then it's moisturized, so you're less likely to get sick. But I just thought of something. You know how like a coroner puts like a dab of menthol under their nose yeah. when they're doing an autopsy? Because I'm pretending like I've been <laughs> in there for an autopsy. You know, the Gunk Gunk Show says it. On Law and Order, they do it. <laughs> Why don't you get a fragrance? Yeah, like Lucas Pawpaw has that nice like papaya that's, fragrance. Oh, that's good. I actually didn't know that. So okay. just like put your, when you have to line your nostrils with something moist so you don't get sick, pick something fragrance so you'll be breathing in whatever that fragrance is all plane ride long and any uh, you um, look really stressed about this This i really i just i'm so disgusted by planes listen you're talking to a woman who got stuck in an outhouse on the top of mount kilimanjaro for two hours so (laughs) i know i know grossness and that plane is not it (laughs) and then for deplating since this is my honeymoon i should at least oh we didn't even talk this is your honeymoon this is my honeymoon yeah i don't want to frighten my fiance yeah once he realizes what he's done once we land yeah he's married this thing yeah. So this is my one other tip. Yeah. I feel like I often get constipated when I travel on a plane. Sure. And I talked to a doctor about it and it's because they so quickly change the pressure levels. The pressure, the air pressure inside your <laughs> colon and everything doesn't keep up with the outside air pressure in the cabin. So you get this like disparity that causes all that gas, by so the way. So you're running for a <laughs> And bloating. No, I bring sometimes smooth move tea, you know? Oh, yeah. Just to like, you got to get that first one out when you get there just to like keep, Keep the system moving in again. You know what I mean? Why? Why are you shocked? 
I'm trying to help. No, I'm just, I'm just laughing. I'm laughing. Sure. I feel yeah. like if you don't get it out right away, then who knows how many days before the first one comes. Okay. No, I, I hear you. I'm I know this is a beauty podcast, but sometimes we have health tips. Health tips, wellness tips, and it's all about feeling light, feeling good on your feet, and feeling gorgeous. Because nobody wants to be bloated on any no. trip or their honeymoon. That's not pretty. Farty and bloated is not a good look. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, the that's la- our latest side trend. <laughs> Farty and bloated, the fat mascara. That's like the B side. Jess, I feel like I just helped you. I don't know if I helped you if you were listening. With I was my, listening with my plain tips. I know I'm 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 digesting all of it. But um, bump. Okay, so now your turn. Help me. I'm in a beauty rut. I need a little like zhuzh. What should I be doing? It's like the end of the winter, and I just need some makeup refreshment. You know, you and I are not beyond refreshment. Yeah. I went in. I was okay. I went to Blushington the other day. Do you know what Blushington is? I do, but why don't you tell everybody else? Okay, Blushington is a makeup studio. There are many locations. Type in Blushington on your computer, guys, and <laughs> you can put in your, your zip code and see which locations are near you. You can go in, get a makeup application, makeup lesson, false eyelashes, um, you know, brow rehab, whatever. So many services. It's almost like a dry bar kind of thing where like you pay yeah. just like a flat rate. It's such a great studio. I went in with three of my friends and we went in just for like a little like pre like Saturday night going out session. Yeah. It was really fun. It was this girly kind of thing that I haven't done in so long. And I love that you're paying for it so you don't feel pressure to buy. You're like, no, I don't mind paying money. I just don't want to feel pressured the whole time. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. So like as if, if you're going to like a beauty counter or like maybe there isn't a minimum, but you still kind of feel badly. Like, yeah. Okay, thanks. This you know. like that. Yeah, this is like, let's say, you know, you pay your money and then you just get to sit back, relax, indulge. And of course, you can buy products there if you want. So teach me what you learned. I learned so many great tricks, but there's two that really stood out. Tell me. So you know how everyone's like very into like this like dewy kind of like, you know, glowy look. Sometimes I feel like it's a little too much. It doesn't look very polished, at least on me. Yeah. Sometimes it feels a little like unprofesh or it feels just very disco. I also feel like if you're like on the north side of 25, Mm -hmm. it's harder to pull off. Right. Or you look just like a little kind of like try hard. Like, am I dewy? Do you like my dewy skin? You know, like it's a little. uh. So Laura, who did my makeup. Thanks, Laura. She put a highlighter under my whole face. And I was like, no, thanks. Like kind of like, like she did my whole face in highlighter. And I was thinking, okay, uh, she used a Becca highlighter, you yeah. know, the ones like the Those luminizers. Be, yeah. And I was thinking like, okay, okay, maybe this is a little too much. She's like, no, 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 wait and see. And then she put a matte foundation over it. Oh, she highlighted the entire face. Like, do we call it ball. low lighting? Can I give it a name? Holy cow, Jen. Did I just invent a new thing? Low lighting. I, I think you've got it. So beneath the foundation. Yes. I just blew so, your mind. You didn't. I'm actually mad that somebody paid me. <laughs> Start hashtag low lighting. That should be trending in about 20 minutes. Um, That's a good tip. Yeah. So the foundation doesn't wipe off the highlighter then? No, not at all. No. Okay. She, I mean, she used a beauty blunder. She to like a, dab it on over She was the... very big fan of this, this like huge beauty blunder she was using. So she dabbed that on and then she dabbed on the matte foundation. Great and it was tip. just like, try that. the skin was very luminous without being like, you know, Instagram skin. Um, the other thing she did 
I always have this thing that I only notice in pictures and I'm like, how do I fix that? Or I think maybe I was sloppy with my makeup. It looks like my eyelashes have dandruff sometimes. When somebody will take a picture okay, and the tops of them will look like they have like flakes all over them. Like the tips are white almost? Yeah, the tips are white or like almost like the, and also like the roots of the tops of the bar, the roots are white. Yeah. This is what's happening and I feel so silly I didn't know. Yeah. My eyelashes a are not that dark. They're like a medium to light brown. They're not yeah. red, but they're not that dark. And I also put like a ton of eyeshadow on. Sometimes I use like a bone or like a champagne color. Mm-hmm. And then I put on lots of dark mascara thinking I'm really getting a dramatic look. Well, I'm only putting it on the underneath side of the hair. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm using it underneath and I'm making this motion as if you guys can see. Curling but upwards. You, yeah, curling upwards. Like the way sw- most people put yeah, on mascara. sweeping up mascara. She said... Put it underneath, and then this takes some. This is takes a lot of practice and a skinnier mascara. So it's probably not going to work with like your Dior show, which is like the size of you know a freaking like you know blow dryer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Why well, I'm not great with the references today, guys. Um, use it on top, very gently and carefully. Take the mascara on, put it on top, and curl it outwards curve upwards Cur- yeah. curve upwards i'm always afraid it's gonna that take some like a heavy look because i'm loading down the top layer of the I lash think that's where the practice comes in i i'm actually gonna put a little hack or a little twist on her tip yeah if you can snag some of those like el cheapo tester ones oh yeah you know they're really skinnies yeah I think that might be really nice. Because it's not already a chunk defied, been mm-hmm. using it a million times mascara wand. Or maybe you even do the top side of the lashes first and then the bottom yeah. side to lift them back yeah, up. Yeah, that's actually a really good tip. But so you're getting the color on both sides. Yeah, to get exactly full that. coverage. And then when I looked down, I saw that I didn't have that kind of like white flakiness. Well, thank God. Nobody wants to look at pictures <laughs> of you with white flakiness. But it, it, it didn't look good. I t- I'm telling you, it looked like I had... Kind of like frosty white lashes. Yeah, no, good tip. Really good. Laura at Blushington. Um, And she gave my friends lots of good tips too. And I think kind of the the thing was it just kind of like shook me out of a little bit of a rut. You know, you get used to doing your makeup. Yeah, it's like muscle memory. You do it the same way every morning. That's what I was sort of talking Mm -hmm. about. I needed like a little change up. Yeah, so I, you know, I always fans... Fans, listeners, people who are in our Facebook group, sometimes like we end up it's almost like one of these topics that keeps on coming up again and again, like department stores, services, like chatting with um, beauty experts in person. Yeah. And I chime in, I feel like a little bit of a broken record, like go to the counter, talk to an expert. But this is, I feel like a perfect example of that. Like you have to talk to people like professionals in real life. I'm a big fan of, you know, social oh. media and all that, but you talk to a person, you learn. Or keep listening to our podcast. Or keep listening to our podcast. I don't know if the invitations have started coming in for you, but we're about to enter what I like to call, what kind of underpinnings should I wear to your wedding season? That's right. We probably all have some cute new dresses for weddings and events coming up this spring. And I'll tell you what needs to go under them, honey love. I am not about to squeeze my way through another person's wedding in uncomfortable shapewear that rolls up. I got the honey love superpower short. Full disclosure, I also wore it on New Year's Eve because I had on sequins and I wanted everything to lay smooth. And that's what Honey Love does. The Super Power Shorts have targeted compression technology 
that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts without squeezing your curves, and you won't have to worry about the waist rolling down thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. The Honey Love Super Power Short also gives your butt a nice lift. The shorts have these built-in boost bands that give everything a subtle, comfortable, let's just say boost. We're not talking unbelievable plastic surgery levels of butt lifting, just a little zhuzh. And as you know, Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras. How many times have Jess and I talked about the bras? They also have tanks, leggings, everything you need for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara. Move with confidence thanks to Honeylove. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's whole press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code MASCARA10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code MASCARA10 for 10% off. Guys, I have to admit it, I like a little bit of luxury, but I don't want to just buy one luxurious item. I want to buy several things. And that's where Quince comes in. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach so I can buy a couple of things. Yeah, you don't like a little bit of luxury. You like a lot of bit of luxury. Okay, it is what... a lot. I guess I, you're, you're right, you're right. Load up your cart though. At Quince, it's totally fine. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk. They partner direct with top factories, so they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings along to you and us. And me, for example, I mean, how many things have I bought from Quince? My latest acquisition is the European linen sheet set. I wanted to jump on that whole linen sheet trend. I want to just feel like Cleopatra. And they have so many great colors. It's breathable, feels luxurious, but doesn't cost luxury prices. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash fatmascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash fatmascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara.
Okay, we have Sunny Brooke here. This is gonna be so fun. She's a hairstylist and groomer, works with a ton of people you guys know, like Elizabeth Moss and Allison Williams. And you promised us when we booked you that you were willing to talk about the less glam side of hairstyling, as well as all the glam stuff too. So I'm gonna hold you to that. But welcome to Fat Mascara. Thank you guys so welcome, much. Welcome, Sunny. It's Hi. so great to have you here from Hi. LA. I'm such a fan. I'm like addicted to listening to you guys while I'm stuck in traffic. Get out. All my clients hear about you all the time. I'm like, I'm such a fan. So oh, I'm, I'm a little like that's so funny. Myself yeah. Okay, well, fangirl over listens. you. Sunny yeah. listens. Mutual admiration society. You are like hairstylist to the celebrities of the world. How did you get into this whole thing? Um, I never in a million years would have thought that I would be where I am in my life. Um, while owning a salon, I uh, partnered with Paul Mitchell, and they I enrolled in like their education program and traveled all over the world teaching haircutting and coloring and then eventually developing um, their style system. And um, in that process, they had this like photo shoot contest. So I didn't even I wasn't even really involved. I think this was maybe ten years into my career, so I wasn't involved in the fashion photo shoot world yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lucy Dowdy, who was the editorial director of Paul Mitchell, had a, um, a photo shoot contest. And what you had to do was enter a storyboard concept. And then you also had to enter a photo shoot that you had done. And I hadn't done any photo shoots at that time. I didn't have a budget for one. I was like running a salon. I had 22 hairdressers underneath me that I was like, you know, wanted to make a living for. Um, so I made this storyboard and you had to unfold it in a certain way. And it was very like visually stimulating because most artists in my industry are visually stimulated. And um, for my uh, photo shoot, I didn't have money for a wardrobe, but I wanted it to be really cool and interesting. So we, I had one of my friends who's a dressmaker make dresses out of paper for the photo shoot. And then one of my clients was a photographer. So we shot this photo shoot and entered... And then I found out that I won. And I was, like, shocked. I'd never wanted something so much in my life because I didn't know what it was like. I had no idea. I'd seen photo shoots in magazines, and I'd, like, heard from my friends what it was like, but I'd never experienced it. So I won, and the prize was um, a photo shoot with Lucy that was completely paid for, photographer, models, makeup artists, everything. And um, and then it was, like, published in American Salon, like, all these different wow. publications. So I was still living in San Luis, and I went all the way down to L.A. I'd started going to L.A. to visit my girlfriend, so I was kind of, like, getting into the L.A. scene a little bit. And I did this photo shoot, and I I immediately had this great friendship with Lucy. Like, we hit it off creatively. It was just, like, meant to be. And I, I was like, oh, my God, I think she's going to be my mentor. Like, we just – it worked. So we did this photo shoot. It was really successful. The company loved it. And I was like, this is what I want to do. You're a hairstylist, but in your work, you also see a lot of different like hair issues. And you've talked a lot about some of them that come up when we've interviewed you. Can you speak to them? Yeah, you work with Head & Shoulders now, right? We should say that too. You worked with Paul Mitchell before, but now you're with Head & Shoulders. Yeah, I've actually been with Head & Shoulders for almost at least six years, maybe seven now. I forgot. I haven't, I lost count. But um, they're a brand that came to me and I had used them since I was a kid. And for me over the years, it's really important that whatever I say to my client is something that they can trust because that's something that I, I want to be somebody that they look to as a source to trust for advice. 
And head and shoulders is something that I've used and I believe in. Yeah. And for me, it's um, it's really about taking care of your scalp and your scalp health. Yeah, you have to be like a health consultant too, not just a hairstylist in your job, I imagine. Yeah, that's a really good way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are some of the issues um, that that you'll people will sit in your chair and they have like a health issue that affects their scalp that you have to talk to them about? Well, I mean, definitely one that's a hot topic is dandruff. You know, yeah. you say that word and people are like, ooh. I, we both just cried. I mean, I right? <laughs> no one really wants to talk about dandruff because yeah. it's, it's, it's um, you know, you don't feel, you feel insecure when it comes to dandruff. It makes you feel uncomfortable. It's something that you don't want people to know about because I think people associate it with like poor hygiene. How and do you tell a celebrity that she is dandruff? <gasps> Jeez. Um, that's a really good question. I, or do you just not? <laughs> no, honestly, I think my job is to make sure they have the best tools, that they have the best hair. And so whatever I know, whatever knowledge I have, I need to give to them. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't really feel – most of my clients trust me, and they're not going to be offended. And and I think it's something that – unfortunately, people feel uncomfortable around it because I think they're not educated enough about it. And they think it's something that's gross and disgusting and, like, awkward and uncomfortable. But, honestly, it's it's just 50% of the population has it. We I shouldn't w- be afraid of it. I was just about to ask. 50, yeah. That's crazy. So that means that 50% of those celebrities walking down the red carpet have ha- had to deal with it. Definitely. Maybe well, we should pause then and actually say what dandruff is because I feel like I still don't know. Uh, can you tell us what is going on there? Yeah, dandruff is a um, scalp issue. So where what... Where it comes from is, you know, some people think it's like poor hygiene or it's like you've washed your hair too much. But what it comes from is we actually have fungus on our scalp. Mm -hmm. And then we also have sebum, which is the oil that the fungus likes to eat. So if your scalp is really sensitive or like hyperactive, it's going to react to that fungus differently. And you're going to have issues such as itching, redness. um, And those are sort of things that lead to dandruff. And okay. when people say what, dandruff, do they mean the flakes? Or is it just like a, a condition where the fungus is out of whack with your normal, like, skin? Um, well, there's the symptoms that, that can trigger that you ha- that trigger dandruff happening. Yeah. I think people, when they think of dandruff, they think of the flakes. Yeah. But you can also have the symptoms, which is redness, itchiness, and those are things that can lead to the flakes and you seeing dandruff. So, the, okay, the dandruff is like the flakes, right? The dandruff is the flakes. Yeah, exactly. But itchiness and dryness can lead to the dandruff. Those are the symptoms. Yeah, exactly. So even if you don't see the flakes, you might be someone who has dandruff and should probably deal with it. Do you see it when you're up in there if they don't have flakes? Okay, let's just pretend it's a celebrity because I'm going to keep going down there. Like, are you? can you look at their scalp as you're brushing their hair and be like, okay, this person's going to have flakes if they don't already. Does it look red or inflamed? Yeah, I definitely see redness and inflammation. That's something, um, if a client's been really stressed out and I'm noticing changes in their hair, like breakage around Mm. the hairline, or I'm noticing them like sitting in the chair, scratching their head a Mm. lot, I'm like, okay, are you, is your skin feeling tight? Is it feeling dry? Is your hair getting brittle? Like those sort of things are like sort of, um, things that I notice and pick up and then would suggest that they use like a product like head and shoulders to help relieve that. So how long does it take to treat dandruff? Let's say I've got my bottle of head and shoulders. How long do I have to use it before it goes away? So you'll notice a difference in two weeks, but you'll have to keep using it because you can't solve dandruff. It's just something that you can manage. So it's like, like an STD. (laughs) 
<laughs> like I believe HPV. they call them STIs now. Oh. Do they really? Yeah, the kids today. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, why is that? Why? Because it's not always a disease. Sometimes it's a oh, whatever the word with I is. Whatevs. <laughs> Dandruff is uh, not an STD. We should probably clear no, that up right now. No, but it's like, I'm well, like, it's, like it's always like latent. Like if you have it, you have it. Yeah, but I know I've heard that because people with dandruff like have to constantly to deal it. with it. It's like you can just like you got to live with it. You're like itching your scalp right now. I know. I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. Oh, Maybe we're going to get into that. Do either of you guys have dandruff? Do you know? I, sometimes, I feel like sometimes I w- I'm a sufferer. Sometimes I'm a sufferer. But like, I don't have it right now. But I, like, sometimes I do. I, oh, I just said that on the air. You did. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm really itchy. But like, it's like once a year, like in the winter time. When it's dry. Yeah. But do you get the flakes or you just have like the No, it just feels really itchy. Okay. Unless, I don't know, Jen will probably tell me if I have the flakes. I would tell you if you had the flakes. Plus you have red hair, so I feel like they'd be very visible on darker hair even. So you've not yet had them that I've seen. Yeah, I don't. I think I, I, I treat it. I smash it as soon as like I feel the itch. <laughs> smash it. You do a lot of red carpet. What is everybody asking for now? Do you feel like you keep doing the same thing, like the loose tousled wave? You know, the, it's interesting because the L.A. market is so different from the New York market. How so? so? How so? Um, L.A. tends to like uh, to glam it up, whereas New York is a little more like, you know, the hero of their look is usually their outfit, which I mm. love that. I love when you look at French women, they put a lip on. Do you know what I mean? And they mm-hmm. have their clothes are really well tailored and their hair looks good, but they didn't spend two hours on it. I feel like in L.A. with sort of that the Kardashian influence, everyone wants a lot of glam. And to me, that doesn't look as confident as someone who shows up, has a great outfit, has a, maybe a lip or an eye, like chooses one feature to focus on, mm-hmm. and then has hair that looks shiny, healthy, and effortless. It's so funny that you bring that up because back, like 10 years ago, I feel like we always said the West Coast look was the laid-back look, and the New York was more polished. But you're so right, because of the influence of a certain family and other women out in the West Coast, it has been getting more polished on the West Coast. When do you think the Kardashian thing's going to end? I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, love to know. It's an ongoing topic on Look, our podcast. I'm just like... <laughs> I love that they have definitely changed our perspective on body types. I'm into that. I love yeah. that they've elevated us yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm thankful for that. But I would love to see women be confident in their own beauty mm-hmm. besides packing it on. I keep on picking Allison Williams, but you're doing Allison Williams hair and you're, you know, flying around the world. What was it like when you're now in this kind of Hollywood world? Like, what does little you think of this? Or did it take some adjustment? Yeah, even... It makes me emotional, honestly. Um, It's interesting because I don't... I think of... I don't think of it that much, honestly. Like, I don't... I Coming here, like, on my way here, and and the questions I I knew you guys would probably ask me, I kind of was like, whoa. Because it's literally almost almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. And looking back, I'm thinking, how did that happen? How did I get here? Um, and if anything, it just makes me incredibly grateful. Like it's, it's interesting. Cause I think of the story to my dad, um, growing up, I was always like, Oh, I want to be something great. I want to be something grand. And he, and, and I get frustrated as a kid and be like, Oh, when is it going to happen? I feel so impatient. <laughs> and we, we had this apartment and he took me into the staircase and he, he was, he was like, I want you to jump to the top of the stairs. And I was like, how? That's impossible to ask. Like, what a dumb thing to ask me to do. 
And he's like, okay, we'll try taking two at a time. And I was like, okay, well, my legs aren't that long. It's kind of hard. And he's like, take one at a time. And I was like, okay. You know, climbed up 12 steps, was at the top. <laughs> and he's like, okay, how did that feel? And I said, fine. And he's like, that's what life is like, one step um, at a time. And then you get to the top. I just got chills. <laughs> this guy. That sounds great. He's amazing. So, like, you can't say I jumped all the way to the top and I'm here, but you took it one step at a time, and here you are. Hanging with the with fat you mascara. Guys. <laughs> You've but arrived, you, Sonny. I'm such a fan of yours. Oh, you don't even thank know. You. But, yeah. but, not every, but not everyone can take one step at a time. That's not, you know, it's easier said than done. It's, you know, life is like that if you have ability and you're lucky and all of those things. So, you know, you have a lot to be proud of. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Your patience seems to yeah. have paid off. Yeah. Um, I know it just got real, but like now I'm going to ask about products. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. Good, good. I can't have like. Okay, we'll lighten it up. Like, yeah. I cannot have this a. Sli- is, this is how it works with clients. It's like when it gets too, you know, emotional. You yeah, like, hairstyle. You're like I turn on the hair dryer. Yeah. And you're like. <laughs> but the Dyson's so quiet. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That, has that really changed the dynamic of your sessions yes. now? I was like, I loved those 30 minutes of quiet, but now I have to yeah. talk. That's funny. Oh yeah. Wait, can I ask you a question about this? So sometimes when I get my my hair done. I feel, I know I think I've brought this up with someone else too, but I feel rude when they chat and it's really loud. I just don't like screaming over the thing. So is it rude to kind of be on your phone or just be quiet if someone is blowing out your hair and God, I sound like a real dip ass. Is it rude when I'm getting a blowout if I don't talk? Um, Like what is that dynamic? I don't, I mean, it depends on the person that's doing your hair. For me, my clients would, I would, I would just say to them, Hey, if you want to just take a moment, close your eyes and just rest. Oh, so you say that you invite that conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I can, as a hairdresser, I feel like we gain this like sixth sense where we can kind of feel what the other person's feeling and we kind of acclimate ourselves to them. At least that's how I am. A yeah. lot of hairstylists are like that. I think yeah, we've had a lot of hairstylists here and-, and they all have this like sort of. They're intuition. good. Intuition. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. very intuitive people. Yeah. Well, so what's your sign? Aries. Okay. What are, what are you guys? Well, I'm a Virgo. But I, uh, what is I have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a very LA conversation. Because what did it, when you said, she said she was an Aries and you're like, oh, what is that? Well, well, Jeff's an Aries, but female Aries are different than oh, male right. Aries. I love what's but happening here. Both of my, um, well, Jeff and my ex-boyfriend are both Aries. I like Aries. Very cool. People. You guys, you're bonding. Wait, oh. but when are you here? I'm a Libra. I'm just in the middle, <laughs> balancing <laughs> it all. She is yeah. so Libra. I'm the most Libra person. But, um, I've been it was told. interesting when she said that her best friend was the same sign. So I was wondering what harmony. Her, yeah, I was wondering what her yeah. What's harmony was. sign? She's an Aries because same birthday. Um, uh, oh right, you did. What's say her birthday? That. Same as mine, March. Tw- oh, March twenty fourth. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. We both, right. yeah. Nice. Um. Can I ask about products products. now? Products. You guys. No, I want to know what's in the kit. Because if if we were on set right now and we'd hired you for a photo shoot or whatever, I'd be looking at your kit and, like, finding out what's in there. My secrets. Yeah, what are your secrets? You have Um, a Dyson hairdryer. That we know. I have a Dyson, which I'm obsessed with. It cuts down so much dry. I need a good brush. I'm in the market for a brush. What do you like? Ooh, I mean, besides a Mason Pearson? Yeah, because I can't really do a blowout. Do you do a blowout with the Mason Pearson? Yes, Okay. I've been told it's only, like, a setting brush. Like, you do it after the blowout. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I but you that. disagree. I disagree. My, I feel like they become better with time and mine mm. is like got its own thing and like it, the Bora brush, it's 
great. Yeah, boar bristles yeah. are good for the scalp too, right? Yeah. Lots of massage. But you know which one mm. I would love? Do you like to feel a lot of bristles on your scalp? I do. You like that? I like okay. to know I'm getting in there and getting the knots yeah. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ibiza makes a really great big gold one. It feels very like fancy and oh. it feels incredible. Wow. Um, it has nylon and boar. So That's good. Do- Sometimes the boar straight, I'm like, ooh. Ow. Maybe I do have dandruff. It's sensitive up in there. I don't know. Like, you know, when sometimes if you haven't washed your hair in a couple of days, I feel like when you brush your hair, it hurts. I roots. know what you're saying. Have you seen the Balm Mom brush? Yes. What do you think of it? I mean, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's beautiful. But do you think it performs? I'm a Mason Pearson. I'm like okay. classic. It's I, so soft. Yeah. It doesn't, the bristles I, aren't as firm as the Mason Pearson. It doesn't go through my hair as much as but, I want it to, it, but it's gorgeous. It looks so good on a vanity. It's gorgeous, but I, I, I it's not going through my hair as much as I wanted it. Yeah, mm. you need, a, yeah, yeah, maybe try this Ibiza okay. one. Right. Okay, what about makeup and skincare? Um, as you were talking, no, I was no, like, I want to know styling oh, products. Oh, we're still on here. Oh, right, styling oh, right, products. Right, right. Sorry, sorry. Um, okay, but which styling products can I not live without? I love the Bumble Bumble Invisible Oil Primer. Okay. The little orange bottle one. Yeah, hmm. I I would say I probably, I can't live without that. It's If you need sort of like a leave-in conditioner on your ends, it's just light enough. If you want to refresh whatever waves or texture you have next day, it's great for the, doing that on the ends. Beautiful for before a blowout, prepping before the products. I mean, I'm that's a go-to. Serge mm. Normand's like um, big hair root volumizer. Mm. I'm obsessed with that. Um, what you know? What I just added to my kit that I love. Tell um, us. It's the Glam Core Mirror. Have you what? guys seen? What's this? that? No. Okay, I probably shouldn't talk about it, but it, absolutely, it, you I feel should. Like it's like my new secret. Uh, but it, nobody's it, listening. It's just the right. two of us. It has it has lights around the mirror. It's really lightweight. It's eleven by fourteen, I think, and you can stick it on a table. So for me as a hairdresser, usually I'm standing behind the client and I can't see what I'm doing. So when I'm doing an updo for a red carpet, I I would have to find a mirror in the house, which is crazy, or in a hotel uh-huh, room. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I usually would have to jump in front of them to get the right to get the right balance. So, anyways, I found this Glamcore mirror. They just came out with it. It's like two hundred bucks on Amazon or something. Glamcore, Glamcore. mirror, yeah. okay, mirror, and it has lights that adjust and it sits up on the table. It's really lightweight, so that's like my new little favorite cool. secret. All right. Um, what else do I love? Color Wow for filling in the. Hair oh line. yeah, the little. It's like oh, a big okay. eyeshadow. I've used that one with the little yeah. brush. Is nice too. I use it too to blend people's highlights because from coloring hair, I. Sometimes I see people come in and I'm like, oh my God, your hair is too brown here, or it's like gone brassy. Oh, you use, oh wow. So highlight use like art. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like um, what? rehab. Highlight rehab. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, or colored sprays are another thing okay. that I keep in my kit too to retouch. She's like, I just did this amazing hairstyle and their horrible color is messing it up. So let me just paint over it a teeny bit there. <laughs> just blend those. But it's your job you. because if the hair looks bad for whatever reason, it's like my fault. Yeah, yeah, when it's not. Yeah. Can we ask you about your personal like skincare makeup? Because when you started talking, you were like, "Oh, twenty years ago." I'm like, "How old is she?" She was like, "I know." 22. I was thinking that too, but I didn't want to like like interrupt you. But so, like, what do you what use on your going on? Next month. Girl, you don't look it. So, what's your skincare routine? Um, let's see. What's my? I love Epicurean. So, hmm. growing up by the beach, I. I used like Neutrogena to wash my face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I used um, Oil of Olay moisturizer. Classics. I moved to LA and my skin was a nightmare. It was like I had all these crazy bumps under my skin. 
um, acne for the first time in my life. I went to so many dermatologists, wow. doctors, took pills, blah, blah, blah. Nothing worked. I went and saw this amazing facialist called Faith who does like Claire Danes and all these different people. And um, she's really natural. And she was like, you need to go on Epicurin and you need to use um, this product <coughs> I'm sorry. called Glycolic. And so I started using that and that got rid of all of my bumps. So that's like in my routine. <coughs> I'm so Jess is a little allergic oh, to the Epicurin <laughs> oh discussion. You are. Um, okay. Um, so Glycolic by Epicurin, Vintner's Daughter. I love it's um, a little. You hear about that one a lot. Yeah. It's, it's, really active so for me I if I'm in the desert because I go to Palm Springs a lot because I have a house there I'll use the full force but when I'm in LA I just put one drop in my foundation or in my moisturizer oh good tip and um, break it down um, what else do I love to use for what skin? mascara is on your eyes I have fake lashes in oh, they are good okay. I feel uh, like whenever I get them I look like I have fake ah. lashes but no. Yeah, Look at her blinking like Bambi now. Lash <laughs> extensions. They give me 10 more minutes of sleep. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a lazy girl secret. Yes, yes. Um, any other color makeup that you can't like travel without? Um, okay, I'm recently obsessed with um, one of my makeup artist friends named Brett. He has a brow kit. It's the only brow pencil I found that's universal and it's really thin. It's in a taupe color. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Easy to fill in, works for everybody. I'm obsessed with it. What's and the brand? The brand's name? It's Brett Brow. Brett Brow. Brett Brow. <gasps> Brett Brow. That's easy to remember. Easy. Yeah. Brett Brow. Brett okay. Brow. And then he has like a brow gel um, on one side and um, a brow brush. And that's like my go to. So you can create that like little furry brow. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. LA, the furry brow. They're, yeah. I mean, they're, they're all natural. doing it there. They're yeah. all doing it there. They are, yeah. From, I think it's from the Stretcher Sisters. Yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah. Feathered brow, actually. I, Sorry, I not furry brow. No, she calls brow. it feathered. That sounds much feathered, lovelier, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Who wants furry brows? Caterpillar brows? No, we don't want that. I kind of have that, so I'm just going to work with it. Your brows are good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and fragrance? What's going on? Can't leave without some um, fragrance. It's probably love... some cool oil. You're like Northern Cali, like hippie <laughs> oil, right? <laughs> No, no, no hippie oil. Oh, okay. Um, I wear, it depends on the day, but I wear, there's, um, I went to this place in Paris called Nose. Have you guys ever been there? Nose? Nose? No, I don't. Okay, when you go to Paris, this is, treat yourself. So there's this perfumery in like, um, in Paris called Nose and you go in and it's kind of like wine tasting, but, but for perfume. So you sit down, Ooh. they give you wine or coffee, whatever you fancy, chocolate. And the guy comes over and he, and he gives you a bunch of different scents and he says, you know, which ones do you like? And you like pick them out and then he comes back and he brings you some more and he sort of curates this smelling experience. Ooh. And then 30 minutes later, he comes back with six little tabs. Okay. And you pick the three that you love the most and then you narrow it down to one. So it's like this whole... Without knowing what the bottle is. Yeah, not knowing That's the bottle. That's important. So like you're not that. swayed yeah, by I like that. I really like that. You fill out like a questionnaire in the beginning. Um, and so anyways, I went and did this because I'd read about it and I think um, Who What Where or something like that. And it was so fun. And they came back and they brought me this one called Juliet Has a Gun, which I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like the name, but um, it smells like rain. And so now Do I Do you know time, which one? I know that's the brand name. Juliet Has a Gun. Oh. Isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. the brand name. Oh, I don't know what the We're going to have to email and follow you up to find out yeah. which specific one. We'll yeah. get to the bottom of this. It has a white lid and it has like a white floral thing they, on that. That's a, a lot of them, though. 
goodness. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, You're talking sunny. to the pros. <laughs> so it's kind of made me now, wherever I travel, I want to buy a perfume because it brings me back to that yeah, memory. Sure. Yeah, because you were wearing it at that time. Yeah. That's nice. I'm going to okay. just wear this perfume to be remember to remember Sunny whenever I'm feeling like, stressed out. <laughs> this was such a fun interview. Thank you Aww. so much for coming on Fat Mascara. Thanks for sunny. Me. Time to raise a wand. Raise it. Shall, you go first. Me? Yeah. Okay. You mentioned that you thought I switched it up today, and indeed, you were right. I was talking about your eye makeup, not your like entire personality, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your eyes look good. Thank you. So I am <laughs> I'm wearing Maybelline New York's Lasting Drama Light Liner. Ooh, and lasting m- drama. The, the drama has lasted because I put this on very early this morning. <laughs> it's in moonlight purple. Okay. It doesn't really look that purpley, but it's just something different. I think it doesn't look that purpley right now because I've since added on some shadow. Again, it's been a very long day, so I've been smacking on products like throughout the day. So what do you like about this one? It reminds me, I mean, I don't know if this is going to shock you, Jen, but I really liked like unicorns and rainbows and fairies when <gasps> I was younger. Calroy. <laughs> no, of course. Uh, like, yeah. I was really into fantasy. We've talked about Lisa Frank and your deep love of her, yes. No, but like it got even deeper than Lisa Frank. Okay. So <laughs> I feel. Just, they're not real. Sure. Uh, <laughs> all this color, which is this beautiful, like pale lilac it's not as deep as an amethyst it's like a pewtery amethyst it's it's very it belongs in like gnome land and that's why you're into it 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 took me somewhere Mm -hmm. and i feel like i can kind of have a little bit of that as an adult without because it has a slight shimmer it's it's celestial it's a little celestial but it's not like break out the crystals and we're going to like you know crazy town I was waiting to see where that was going with the references you've had today. Break out the crystals and Gina Rollo. I, 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 I was, was going to say, I don't know, like Dragonland or something. No Dragonland for you. Uh, yeah, the, Gina Rollins working at the crystal shop. Perfect. With her tarot cards. Okay, that's a good one. Maybelline, not expensive either. No, it's only $5.99. Great. I think, the, I think what I'm raising a wand to is also $5.99, but it doesn't have lasting drama. It just is going to be gone quick. I am raising a wand to Spindrift Sparkling Water. Spindrift? Yeah. Okay. So I'm a connoisseur of all bubbly beverages, as you know, and I'm always on the hunt. Oh my God. I hope no one's drinking this on the plane. (laughs) No. (laughs) But it might be fine because there's no chemicals, no sucralose, no sugars, none of that stuff, but it's a flavored, it's a flavored sparkling water. So LaCroix is my like standby when I- LaCroix. Keep going. It's LaCroix. Enjoy LaCroix. I even emailed, I emailed the company to check. <laughs> okay. They're like, it rhymes with enjoy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Shame okay. on me. I don't even drink it. I just wanted to be silly. Okay. So Spindrift is, it has real fruit juice with the carbonated water. So I'm like, okay, fine. You're getting calories, but you're only getting, um, you know, a couple calories for a 16 fluid ounce can. And I have trouble hydrating. And I'm just going to say it. I'm dealing with a raging UTI right now. Ooh. I have interstitial cystitis. We should definitely talk about that on another okay. podcast. I feel like a lot of women are undiagnosed. Anyway, sure. you need to hydrate like the bejesus and like plain water, just like there's only so much of it you can drink, you know? So it's a 16 ounce can. I feel like it's like a big can of beverage and it tastes fruity and delicious. It makes me hydrate. So Where did you get that? I got this at the bodega across the street. 
Nice. But I do think it costs more than like a Diet Coke. I oh, it definitely it, does. This was like two ninety nine. Definitely does. But worth every penny. Okay. And orange mango. Orange mango is my flavor of choice. So nice. raise a wand. Thank you so much for listening. We're growing because of people like you telling your friends and fam and all that. But if you really want to help us out, which would be amazing, please go over to iTunes and write us a little review or just throw us some stars. Five, please. That would be incredible. And if you want to know where to find any of the people or places or things we talked about, go to fatmascara.com and check out our blog. You can follow us on all the social channels at fatmascara or email us at info at fatmascara.com. We'll even read your letters on the air. So profesh. So profesh. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O- L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic Atabotulinum Toxin A is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.